0: Tannis' bid to buy the Eagles is blocked. Why would they sell when W's talk? She chooses a different tact by bringing the Irish back to help Auntie Tannis clean their clocks.
1: That fresh produce stand there—that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Doran's podcast. The produce stand. Ah, uh, fucking sexy.
0: It's Thursday. Thursday? Oh no,
2: it's not Thursday. It is Tuesday. <laughs> Tequila Tuesday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast paying tribute to the Great Canadian Show, of Kenny. <laughs> I almost went over the post there. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about a lot of Kenny out there, but this one is more than average length. I'm Al, your host, and joining me... Don't nod your head like sideways like that, Dennis. Uh, Joining me in the room, as always, is lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the, uh, (laughs) (laughs) the Never Vanilla Victor. And joining us this week is a man of many layers, former wrestler, bodyguard, funko artist, bear wrestler, and don't forget Rodeo Clan, which we'll learn about today. Please join me in making some noise for the voice of God himself, Delicious, Dennis. Vicious.
1: Wondrous. Oh, my god. oh my Oh, god. God. oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
3: wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. Yeah. Oh my, oh
3: my god. god. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my okay. god. Okay. Okay. I regret nothing.
2: Welcome back to the produce stand, Dennis. What a weird start to this one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It's a full moon.
5: How's it going, buddy? <laughs> Oof! <laughs> yeah, it's been a long night already. Eh? <laughs> yeah. I yeah.
2: know uh, you're having some computer issues. Hopefully, they've been resolved. Um, but uh, yeah, your Zoom had to reinstall suddenly in the middle of logging on, mm. which is kind of weird. You don't, you don't normally get that with Zoom. But uh, I mean, we always looking we're always looking forward to having you on the show. So here you are again today. And uh, and like I said, uh, you know, well, Victor p- brought this up before we started recording. You are a man of a million layers. Uh, I want to talk. I want to make sure we get to one specifically, but you know, feel free to bring others up. But uh, last time you were on, you dropped this nugget of knowledge that you were once a rodeo clown. So, explain yourself, Lucy.
5: Well, <laughs> I, it actually started out that I was an actual clown. Like I'm, I'm a trained clown, and we used what? to, you know, yeah. When I was well, when I was a kid, uh, okay. There was a, layers there was a,
0: on layers. I know what layer. the hell.
5: <laughs> there was a lady in my neighborhood named Kathy Black who taught a bunch of us kids how to do certain clowning routines and stuff like that. And we would go around to nursing homes and halftimes at yeah. basketball games and that kind of stuff and actually perform as clown. Get so out. yeah, that's crazy. so So what was it? The summer of 1997, I was in Lexington, Kentucky and I was working at a red lobster and this is like the second largest red lobster in the entire chain. And some of my coworkers were cowboys and, you know, I, I let it slip one time that I had been a clown and they're like, oh, we're looking for clowns. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, I just happen to have some training at that, but, uh, they were talking about rodeo and I didn't know it at the time, but we, you know, we talked about it over that summer <laughs> and they would kind of give me pointers here and there about some of the things that they would do. And they were all into the, you know, not the, you know, thinking around as a clown, but. Um, the more I got into it, the more I found out that there was to the whole role as a rodeo clown. And I call myself that they call themselves something different, which I'll get into, but uh, <laughs> they probably call themselves
2: yeah. like clowning technicians or something. Well, stupid like that.
5: <laughs> you know, they, they would give me pointers throughout the summer. And then finally they had a show coming up and they're like, you know, you're welcome to jump on in. And because I had a background in martial arts, they knew that I knew how to move. And, you know, I, I been playing football for years and that kind of stuff so i knew to get out of the way hmm. and They kind of gave me a rundown of some of the things to expect and what to do. And I mean, because it is an incredibly dangerous thing.
2: Yeah, I bet. I mean, can you even fit in those barrels? Because do you have to be
5: a a big guy? No, I was not a barrel jumper. I was a wall climber. But uh (laughs) because you know, rodeo they do tend to be smaller people just because they're they're more of a distraction, they're a little more agile Uh and it's easier for them to get away. And if they're flung in the air. They don't normally go very far, but if I got hit, you know, I'd sustain a lot of damage. So they uh, gave me a rundown in the afternoon and then that night, you know, it was showtime. So, you know, I got on, you know, like they have the suspenders and the rags and the straw hat and all this other kind of stuff. And there was a crusty old dude named Gene. He looked me up and down and goes, what's this asshole doing here? so I was like oh great I'm gonna have to earn my way in here you know I didn't want to overstep my bounds and and he goes so you want to be a rodeo clown eh I'm like well (laughs) you know I thought I tried out I'm not gonna call myself anything I'm you know I'm here for the experience and he goes well I'm not a fucking clown I'm a bullfighter (laughs) and I was like oh okay (laughs) I thought I'd stepped in it and you know he kind of put me through my paces and By the end of the night, I mean, I actually had a bull charge me that night and I did what was called an L step. I kind of, you know, shucked and jabbed and got out of the way of the big bastard because I, I mean, I saw some riders getting flung around. And in the bull riding game, it's, you know, you protect the rider first, then you protect the other performers, and then you protect yourself. So you come last. You want to make sure everybody else is okay. So I kind of glommed onto that. And, (laughs) you know, by the end of the night, Gene was like, well, you're not a clown, but you're sure shit not a bullfighter yet, kid. You know. <laughs> so
2: what I what I'm hearing is if uh, if the movie The Rookie was about rodeo clowning, this guy would have been uh, Denzel Washington, and you would have been Ethan Hawke. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> training
2: yeah. Day. Training Day. Damn it, not the I rookie. watched the Rookie training yesterday. Day. It's a baseball. It was day, King so.
5: Kong. I was just <laughs> so Training dude. Day. Sorry, yeah. the cop
2: one. Damn it, I ruined that joke. But let me let me say one more joke here, uh, and take please take this in the in the spirit in which I'm going to intend it. You, sir, are the Forrest Gump of podcasts. Oh,
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah.
2: <laughs> You've done it all.
0: Holy crap.
5: Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, 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 know, you, you just
0: get bored a lot? Yeah. Like, no. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah,
5: kind of. <laughs> it's, you know, I was, like, as a kid, I was a voracious leader, uh, reader, but mm-hmm. in, people in my family tend to live to be pretty old. So I grew up in nursing homes and man, hospitals and stuff like this. So I always heard these <laughs> super old people telling me, you know, don't get married, don't have kids, travel the world, (laughs) fuck anything that moves. So, yeah, I know. (laughs) They would just give me this advice, and I was like, all right, well, you know, I I want to have lived my life. I don't want to look back with regrets. You know, I want to celebrate the experiences. Mm -hmm. So anytime something like that that came up, instead of going, well, you know, I don't know, I'd be like, fuck yeah.
0: (laughs) You're a yes man. You're like, I'm in.
2: Very good.
4: Wow. That is incredible.
2: How are you now? <laughs> All right. Tonight's lineup is Matt, Tanya, Al, Victor, and we'll give <laughs> our our uh, guest the last
0: word. Matt, how's your week? Oh, I survived. <laughs> Did you? <ya? laughs> so just to set the record straight, because there's a lot of gossip going around, I have zero belief that Joshua's jam had anything to do with my ordeal last week. <laughs> okay, his jam is delicious. I have been enjoying it on a daily basis it did not (laughs) I hear it (laughs) I actually I'm pretty sure I was McMurdered is what happened I I had a degen moment last week and you keep keep them coming Uh, (laughs) 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 (coughs) so yeah it was a it was it was a rough night and I had to abandon I had to abandon shit and uh that's what happened
3: yeah. that's what happened <laughs> okay <laughs> oh,
0: you, you
2: you you feel better now though right you're you're over it
0: yes no <laughs> okay. no i i it was i mean i bounced back so i went from a pretty rough evening mm-hmm. to getting day drunk the next day so you know <laughs> oh dear it's all about balance right <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> or lack thereof <laughs> right i don't know i mean other than that i mean the week's been fine how's your long uh, weekend, weekend? It was good. I took oh, yeah, an extra day off. I, we did. I took an extra day off and uh, all, the, all the little kidlets were here and we had some fun and that was cool. And um, yeah, I mean, it was good. And then I listened to the show last <laughs> week, which I so unfortunately missed. Um, it's different because, I mean, I don't know what people think, but I don't, and I don't know you guys, I don't listen to our own show. No. I will listen to portions of it. Like if I'm like, oh, that sounded like it was a funny section, I may go back and kind of skimmed through but I very rarely did I listen to the entire show but I missed it and I knew that you guys would have had some fun at my expense which was very well deserved no not us not at very all, well no. deserved and thank you <laughs> t- <laughs> thank you Tanny for keeping me in the show um it Absolutely. was it was fun to listen back to. I'm like, this is a pretty good show. I'm listening to these guys go, you know, they got, they got some good content and uh, they're holding their own and they got these weird guests that come on the show and, and, and add a lot. And It's it's been good. So, and and it's funny, I was writing, I was trying to write some notes for on the show. And the only word I wrote down from last, I can't even see It's the word tits because there was a whole conversation about tits and uh, that made me laugh and uh, I missed it, but I was so happy with the overall result last week week because i know i was pinging what i could in between pain and uh yeah i was totally on board it was a fresh one and i wish i was there to join along in the fun because it was such and, and you guys all said it best it was a perfect throwback mm-hmm. letter kenny episode it yeah. felt like it came right out of the early seasons mm-hmm. and, the, and the the camaraderie the whole community together i still didn't understand and i think it was touched on a bit why um why Wayne gave it up to um, Katie at the end? I, I didn't quite. It was grasp just a big that.
2: brother thing. I think he he was did, that it was that yeah, really all. That's it was? That's all it was. It wasn't that important okay. to him, and he saw that it was important to her, and and that right. he doesn't see, like seeing her upset or okay. or, or yeah. I think that was. And it.
6: she and, and she knew it, but she's still okay with it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, she cuz she's, she's a bit of a user and I th- we yeah, talked yeah. about that too
0: and uh but yeah, fine. it was for sure a top 10 episode and um and you guys were all spy I agree and actually Victor, I agreed with you more than anything. Everything you said I was what? completely aligned, which is rare, but I was aligned with you <laughs> nice. straight through the episode. Very good, Tanya. Well, how's your
6: week? Yeah, I, th- I think that will fall on its head. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think I so too. Uh, Should I
2: should I give up what Victor's background is in this one?
4: Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's got the he's
2: got the train wreck up, so I don't know. <laughs> We'll see how we'll see how that that pans out. Tanya, how's your week?
4: Oh my god, the week has been—it's uh, only on Tuesday, so yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. We had a, a long weekend. Uh, we're on our vacation <clears throat> week now. Uh, we had uh, some cousins over, and uh, we had five kids, uh, which outnumbered the adults at four. Um, it was busy. It was loud. It was, um, it was a lot of fun, uh, watching the kids play with their cousins, um, which they haven't done in like 20 months, uh, was really awesome. It was really, really good to see. So it's been busy and, uh, it's still going. It's just going to be busy from here on out until, uh, We go back to work.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we didn't have a. It hasn't been a week since last episode. It's been only the long weekend, but it was a fun long weekend, and it almost felt normal having people over. Mm -hmm. We finally got to show off the new kitchen. It's only been it's only been uh, you know renovated for six months, and and we finally took it for a test drive. Having
4: a dinner in the kitchen, everybody's just like. Everybody and it was hilarious because the way I envisioned the kitchen was not the way that it was. Um, Never is yeah. n- not was not the way that it was used. So I I envisioned the children sitting at the island and the adults sitting at the table, and it turns out all the children were at the table and we were at the island. So it was reverse well, of what I thought, but it worked out really well. Yeah. So
2: we got swept up in the in the Olympics. So uh, the kids were sitting at the dinner yeah. table. We had the Olympics on the TV, watching that while we ate and chatted and stuff. So. Uh it's funny up until this weekend I didn't even they snuck up on me they started I had had no idea they had, the, the Olympics had started and then this weekend we started watching it and we got hooked and and because it's, you know the sporting of it the the sportsmanship of it and stuff it it just it draws you in the athleticism
0: yeah I know Matt you oh, don't God. care but no 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 oh. no listen I yeah. <laughs> I actually really enjoy the Olymp- but hmm. those Summer Olympics are so fucking boring.
4: No, come I think on. Think so? the fa- the, the-
0: I love the Winter Olympics. Maybe it's a Canadian <coughs> year. yeah. I love yeah. them. I think well, they're really we- exciting. They're fun. You know what? And Canada generally
4: ex- does
2: better at the Olymp-
0: at the Winter We do. And yeah, and yeah, maybe that's it too. The maybe Summer we, we Olympics represent
4: but they're show all the muscles. Like the amazing, like Absolute yeah they're not all covered up right the
2: athletes are you actually can,
4: the muscles are incredible and how oh. they work and how that like so superficial they, no it's it's <laughs> it's incredible it makes you think oh my god i need to get out there and start running
2: <laughs> victor what'd you think well what, what was your what'd you think well, how was your week <laughs> what'd you think of the olympics so far i i did see i did notice there was a georgian athlete i forget what uh
6: We've, no, we've, we've been winning uh, medals in judo. Uh, typically, our, our sports are judo, uh, wrestling, and uh, weightlifting. Oh. And, uh, and I believe they've won a weightlifting uh, medal, for sure. A couple of judo medals. Uh, unfortunately, two of the Georgians got uh, disqualified because they went sightseeing. <laughs> what? Uh, so that happened. Oh, they left uh,
2: quarantine or something?
6: Yeah, they went sightseeing and and for that they got disqualified but they huh. still ended up uh, yeah. So uh they must feel no, dumb. That yeah, that's the thing. Uh and uh yeah, so I think and and they typically win re- uh, wrestling as well but I don't think that happened yet. Um, I couldn't even so. watch
4: the weight li- or the, the weightlifters. Oh my God. I was so worried that their arms were just going to snap off. Like, yeah,
6: yeah, it was, it,
0: it, yeah.
4: I, I can't get See, over.
0: It's exciting. <laughs> You're just waiting. Yeah, You're I like, stress
4: It's <laughs> the moment? to me? And their knees and their, and their, like, I yeah. was just worried that they were going to get crushed. Like everything was just going to yeah. snap. Mm-hmm.
6: Oh, I enjoyed God. the beach volleyball of uh, the ladies beach volleyball. Yeah. You uh, did. With, uh, Canadians <laughs> against the Americans. So that was fun. Uh, for, for the for the sport of it, of course, of course, yeah, and um, and uh, so <laughs> anyway, so my week uh, it's been good. It, it hasn't been that long since our last uh, mm-hmm. since uh, our last mm-hmm. show. So uh, Matt's still you know uh, getting himself together, so that's good. Um, I want to start a crowdfund me for uh, for Dennis uh, to get him uh, upgraded from uh, uh, dial up. Uh, connection. Uh, so so that hopefully, hopefully we'll. Are we not hopefully. paying you enough,
2: Dennis, for your appearances <laughs> yeah, here?
6: <right>. Yeah. <laughs>
5: So I need to make more pops.
6: <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, we'll uh, sort that out. And um, and a couple so a couple of things happened. I told you it was my son's 18th birthday, so that nice. that went well. Uh, and we also had our wedding anniversary, our 23rd nice. wedding anniversary, on August first. So <clears throat>
4: congratulations! And, yeah.
2: And, so may I say, Linda has the patience of a saint.
6: She is uh, uh, she is something special. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very good, Dennis. What have you been up to since we last spoke? Mm, let's
5: see. <laughs> I've been working on uh, Tony Montana yeah. from Scarface in his Hawaiian shirt.
2: Oh, nice! Well done. Nice.
5: Say hello to my little friend, Drop Dead Fred, in his evening wear. Well done.
4: Oh, that's so that. cool.
5: <laughs> Got a liberace that i've been working on oh and his king neptune outfit
4: um yeah somebody
2: ordered that one
5: you probably can't see it on the computer but it's uh it's sparkly in the whole nine wow but
4: that's cool you You got the those are the
5: projects but then uh also my ceiling caved in the other day
4: what the holy cow oh dear what
2: happened there flooding
5: so that's been fun
2: are, are, are you are, are you like on the main floor or, or like are you in an apartment in the house? You can't hear me?
5: Can't hear anybody.
2: You,
4: oh, you, yeah, oh, you, moved, your you moved your computer. Uh, we got to oh, dial up man. all over again.
0: <laughs> oh boy, here we go. <laughs> t-
3: <laughs> it's
0: okay, he didn't need that part of his ceiling anyways.
6: <laughs> Can you still not hear us? Give I'm, your computer uh, a I'm shake. A, I'm
0: texting him right, right Maybe now. Maybe that's the reason the internet's not working. The computer. And so this
6: is like a commercial. This is like one of those commercials for a senior citizen, uh, uh, a campaign to help senior citizens. Moving
5: my computer throw things off.
6: Yes. No. Maybe you're
5: allegedly. allegedly. Maybe your audio. Audio completely cut out.
6: Oh, you're back. Can you hear us? Are you on?
0: Why do I feel like deep down he actually can hear us and he's just (laughs) fucking with us?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We can hear you.
5: For our yeah. listeners, uh, we are right now. So you can hear me, but I can't hear.
6: Uh-uh. Yeah. So for our listeners, we're just doing some tech support, quick, real quick. Uh,
0: I don't Just ask him. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, um, so what did you think of the cold open?
4: <laughs> did his Did his headset come out of the computer? Check. Earplug. Well, we can
2: hear him, so I don't know. Can, All right.
4: can you hear us now?
2: Hello, hello, Norman. No,
4: oh wow. no, he's oh, see, dial it back up, buddy.
6: No, nope. so, so <laughs> no, what if he, um, what if he exits and comes back?
0: <laughs> this is going well, guys. <laughs> this is great podcast. This
4: must be like a full, there's something going. There's marketing.
0: actually, while. I had a good laugh when there was some dead air in mm-hmm. last week's episode. There was, a a, that was awesome, one, yeah, that was which one. was very surprising to <laughs> me, yeah. um, but it was, it was comical in a mm-hmm. sense. It was, I felt very intended. What
6: what caused the dead air? I can't remember. She <laughs> was Austin trying to was... list
0: off her top five. And, yeah, yeah.
4: She, she had crossed over to something else and was, was thinking of the next thing or looking for the, <laughs> the note.
6: Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> there was awkwardness.
0: But shortly after the tip conversation. The tits. You the guys tit talked about tits for a while. Tits, teats, tip, tits, teats,
6: <laughs> which t- apparently are not teats.
0: Well, one of you was asking if like male something had tits, and I'm like,
6: oh I was thinking we all fucking have nipples, so. Well, no, but Awesome was proclaiming that they're never teats; they're always tits.
4: No, no, yeah. no! You got that wrong. It, it that they're always teats, teats. Huh? Not tits. She said they're not pronounced teats; they're pronounced tits. Victor, oh, you were—I
0: think you were wondering—does anyone actually use the You're word right, tits?
4: Yeah, that's and right. And
0: yeah. I, re- I regularly use the word tit. Do you? Yeah. Use it in a sentence. Um, flick a tit.
4: <laughs> flick a tit. <laughs>
0: but, but in terms of—and uh, like, what
4: does that mean? Like the, that it's a good thing or a bad Jen's thing?
0: Jen's tit, and she <gasps> yells at me. You son of a bitch! No, on, hold on. In all fairness, <laughs> she started the game with flick a dick, and that wasn't nearly as fun. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> so you you reversed it and made it uh, a, flick of, a flick and she's
0: like this isn't fun I'm like I know it's not fucking fun is it <laughs> as it pertains to dogs though that's in last episode no I, she was I referring the question to- was does anyone use the word tits and I'm like yes mm-hmm. I do that was that was what I took mm-hmm.
4: so is that All the only were- reference though you don't reference that guy's being a tit
0: <clears throat> no, no. Yeah. well who says that
4: that's what I <laughs> I don't know
0: I know I, I regress. Okay. But anyways, while we're
4: waiting, on, okay, I I'll have do. a story. Dennis
2: is rejoining, and let's see if uh, his audio connects. Connecting audio. Hello, Dennis. Can you hear us? Uh, uh, you can hear. I. We still can't hear you.
0: I think I, in the past yes, you sat about four inches to the you. left.
4: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We're playing charades. Oh, oh I heard a click and.
2: Oh, that's great some static. <laughs> We're getting there.
4: there. There we go. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>
5: you need new yeah, the jack on these earphones yeah. is a little janky.
2: You need new earbuds, bud.
4: <laughs> Can you hear us now? Yeah. I, th- I think we Okay, need- don't move your computer.
0: <laughs> <I think> literally. <laughs> yeah, when you showed us Please your help. ceiling, it's when it all went so to So, we have oh.
4: we haven't heard yet what happened. Why is your ceiling caved all in? Right.
5: Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, There was a lot of severe weather there for a couple of weeks, and, you know, a a crack started to form, and, you know, I just put a bucket under it, and then one day I came home from work, and the floor was covered in drywall and insulation, and I was like, oh, shit. Uh, (laughs) What were you
0: trying to catch with the bucket?
5: Oh, just the rainwater. Oh, okay. Because I didn't think a whole lot of it at first, and, you know, I let my landlord know that there was a Mm -hmm. slow leak, but then there (laughs) splat. (laughs) My freaking ceiling caved in. I was like, "Oh shit!" So my landlord came over within five minutes after I told him that. He looks up there with a flashlight and he goes, "Holy shit! I can see daylight."
3: (gasps) Oh no! There were
5: like slats in my ceiling, you know, like in the actual roof of the building itself that were open, and rain was just pouring in there. Oh good.
2: Oh dear. Well, I hope you get that fixed cuz it I mean, Yeah.
5: You well, got, the dude's supposed to be here tomorrow at noon. You've so. got
2: a lot of stuff in that room. Yeah, no
5: shit. <laughs> and I'm
2: sure some of it's uh, it's a little bit uh, pr- uh yeah, collectible and yeah <laughs> and, and pricey. Yikes. All right. Well, <clears throat> we're going to have to move on here with uh despite our technical difficulties. So yeah. um I mean, I need a coffee. What, do you need a coffee, Tim? Yes. Victor, would you like a coffee? I'd have a coffee. Matt, would you like a coffee? I'm really surprised when I'm having coffee right now uh, <laughs> you know what awesome did it better last week <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why don't you just start editing in her version?
3: <laughs>
2: it's good. And I'll so just be quiet. Diabolical coffee is being uh, uh, served at the produce stand. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. If you are a coffee lover, regardless of your taste or preference, they have an option for you. Whole bean, coarse, and standard grind espresso. They even have a K-cup option. And for now, for the, and <clears throat> for the entirety of season seven, which is actually coming to an end, Quite quickly, you can use a promo code "produce stand" for ten percent off any coffee or merch purchased at Diabol- diabolicalcoffee.com. So please support us by supporting them. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee, for your support this season. Speaking of which, last year, uh, last season, we did a. Uh, we did a, a giveaway for Diabolical Coffee T-shirts. We're gonna do a similar thing for this uh, for for this season. I think it's gonna be a Diabolical Coffee mug with the Devil's Breath logo on one side and the Produce Stand logo on the other Ooh. side. So there's gonna be only four of those made, limited run. And the only way you can get one is if you uh, write us an iTunes review and, and you'll be entered automatically into a draw that we will do at the Ag Hall uh, in a couple of uh, weeks. Um, so those of you who've already written us, uh, iTunes, iTunes reviews, don't worry. You're still eligible. This is also though, for anyone who wants to enter, they just need to write us an iTunes review before, uh, the ag hall social. And what, what if you want a t-shirt before Are you still eligible? No t-shirts are done. Those were a limited run. We said four of those. So only four of those are, but
4: they're still eligible to win the mug. (laughs) You didn't
2: listen to the question. (laughs) Oh, the ones who won the t-shirt can also win a mug. Yes thank you so the
0: thank you tanya i understand. i got gotcha. you <laughs> anyway
2: <laughs> also, uh, we got we have a new patron as of today jacob has become a patron of, of uh the oh, huzzah. so thank you so much jacob last week you may recall jacob joined the twitter dm group he's become a t- new twitter follower i mean he's just buying into the kool-aid altogether now he's, he's uh,
3: <laughs> so, thank, Sucker. You so yeah, thank you so much
2: jacob uh, and uh because it was a short week, we only have three new Twitter followers, but man, are they're awesome Twitter followers. Here we go. Jim Trotman from the edge of the East Coast in North Carolina. Ryan Woodfield from Spring Lake, North Carolina. And uh, Heather McCabe from Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. I feel like there was some kind of something happened on the East Coast there that uh, made people want to listen to uh, the Protestant this week. Thank you all for uh, following and hopefully for listening. Previously on Letter Kenny. Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode four of season seven, Letter Kenny versus Penny. And that episode was a unicorn getting freshes all across the board. And according to our scientific Twitter poll, 100% of you agreed. So nobody, nobody thought it was anything but a fresh. Uh, this week, we recap and review episode five of season seven, W's Talk Baby. Matt, have you done your homework? I did. Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes, sir. I've done my homework. Victor, have you done your homework?
5: It
3: is.
2: It is. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that sounds so are you answering that question or some other question have you done your homework it is it is <laughs> what it is what it was what it should be okay dennis have what you done your
0: homework? answer all
2: right well,
0: that
2: makes sense the chorus <laughs> we open on the set of crack and egg wayne admits he's he's getting a little bit sick of doing this this show He's all for helping friends, but they've got people calling from half dozen townships. They don't even know half these nutsacks. Uh, Wayne says there's there <laughs> there's a butt fucking butt bucket load of things he'd rather be doing uh, than another episode of Crack and Egg. But then ju- uh, but just then Katie enters and announces that it's time uh, it's game time. So they start the show. Their first caller is McMurray, uh, which doesn't improve Wayne's mood. Even though McMurray was red carded, they decide to let him in, uh, let him through. McMurray's actually outside, so they let him in and he storms in, full of piss and vinegar, fast tracks through the pleasantries to get to why he's there. He says he's got some life-altering news for them. <laughs> there he says they've got half a dozen townships watching, so as long as it isn't too personal.
1: Ah, McMurray, McMurray, have a five point one five inch penis. What? Ah, McMurray, have a five point we heard you. Why is this news that you are telling us? Because, because. I spent my entire <laughs> life thinking that I had a 4.15 inch piece. So you're essentially fucking with a Snickers bar. Well, girth is the question mark, what changed? Did I say that? <laughs> Did
2: I say that? <laughs> McMurray says he learned on Howard Stern that he's been measuring his penis incorrectly since the time he first measured it as an adolescent. Says he measures his penis every year on Boxing Day because that's when Mrs. McMurray's family leaves after a long weekend stay for the ho- uh, a week-long stay for the holidays, which finally gives them a chance to exchange gifts Uh, he prays to god every year at midnight mass on christmas eve to let this be the year that he gives mrs mcmurray a little something extra yet every boxing day he pulls out the tape and measures 4.15 inches (laughs) katie comments that it takes some balls for mcmurray to advertise that on the show mcmurray pounces on katie's choice of words balls balls
1: exactly What the actual fuck are you talking about, McMurray? I learned on Stern today that you are not exposed to measure from your pubic bone to the tip of your penis on the top side. You are, in fact, exposed to measure from your balls to the tip of your penis on the underside. Are you sure? Well, you don't argue with Stern. This, the correct mode of measurement, gives me one additional inch. And, by clinical definition, a 100% average-sized penis at five Point one five One. Inches. I don't think I've ever seen anyone be so excited to be average.
2: Derry questions the validity of McMurray's claim. Wayne's convinced. If Stern said it, it must be true. Squirly and clarified Stern didn't say it. He just heard it on Stern. So they decide to go to the phones to settle it, which was a big mistake for McMurray.
1: Brent Zurbrake from Howick Township you on. Holy fuck, Murray, look at you shooting high-stakes snooker with number two pencil there, buddy. will not go ahead and tell <laughs> your wife I rock eight inches in reality and nine if I measure in your punk-ass way? Holy fuck, it's my fucking heart. It just breaks for that fucking masterpiece. My wife is a very satisfied woman. <sighs>
2: I only clipped one of those because it went on for quite a while.
0: I, I felt watching
2: that. I felt uh, Victor was probably feeling very bad for McMurray during that whole thing. Uh, the calls continue uh, relentlessly as Glenn reacts and throws in his two cents about girth. And uh, Katie seems to be enjoying it. Even Wayne seems to be in a better mood about uh, doing crack and egg call. And, uh, and then we get the theme. Um And production note, during the McMurray roast, you can see Squirrely Dan uh, or Kate Trevor Wilson giggling during some of those calls. It feels like maybe he was uh, breaking, but um, it kind of worked in the scene anyway, so they probably left it in. But yeah, there was a few times where you could see him giggling under his breath. Anyway, that was the uh, cold open. Matt, what did you think of that cold open?
0: (laughs) I laughed. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm going to start with, I'm kind of embarrassed because I think, I i don't think I've seen this episode, for one. Okay. And if that's true, either A, I just have a really shitty memory, or B, this is as far as I got. Oh. So, potential, and I know we, I've done this, I've done this series a couple times, like, a while back, even before mm-hmm. we started the show, and I know I told you that, but I don't know what was shot at the time, so I'm actually not certain I got, much further than this. I'll know when I watch the next week's episode, Mm -hmm. if that one doesn't ring a bell either, Mm -hmm. then we're in new territory for me. And it's really exciting. Um, So that's kind of fun. Um, because I said, I, once we started this, I was starting over and I'm going along with the show. And, uh, I knew at some point I was going to see stuff I hadn't seen. I thought it was up to nine, but clearly I may have missed an mm-hmm. entire fucking season. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting because <laughs> I got two new seasons ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, the, the, the this open, uh, I made me laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it with, with wifey and she immediately said, well, how long is yours? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I was honest in the fact that I didn't remember. Not that I hadn't measured, because let's be real, every guy does it at one point or another. And I'm pretty sure, really? according to. <laughs> fucking lied to yourself, Al.
3: <laughs> every. Don't
0: I'm writing it down. Lie. I'm writing down a new Twitter poll because I'm wondering do guys actually measure? I don't know. They either do or they're lying about it. <laughs> All right. It happens at one point or another. When you're a teenager and you, you start hearing anything about size, you know, I wonder how I, it happens. And I know mm-hmm. I 100% have done this. Mm-hmm. I just honestly can't remember
2: and do you use the mcmurray method or the stern method
0: no the mcmurray method so i'm like hold on hold on maybe maybe maddie maybe maddie's doing better than he thought so
4: um well so did you research is is is, is, what is the correct technique
0: i don't know i
4: didn't look this up i I was gonna look it up but i don't have access to the dark web see these are the things that i would
0: dark web just put it into private (laughs) mode on your phone and go to town
6: (laughs) This is not dark web territory. I, I
4: need to. Okay. Okay. Then the, the my list is different than yours.
2: D research is your department.
6: This I, is sure. This is this is your
2: job. My
4: phone was at thirteen percent. Give it. Pass it uh, over when it's ready.
2: All I hear are excuses. Tanya, what did you think of this? I
4: was open? petrified of this one. Okay. So listen, <laughs> listen here. My our 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 fourteen year old son oh, was uh, walking through the room and then kind of lingered. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't want him learning uh, anything from McMurray, like nothing. McMurray, <laughs> not like lessons model. from McMurray is like, yeah, no, no, that is not a good idea. So I was petrified that he was going to hear this and then start grabbing the measuring tape and and doing things. And I was like, that's just not right. So I was quite distracted Um what was gonna what what he was overhearing and what what he had heard so anyways um other than that glenn is fucking hilarious that man (laughs) just makes me laugh and him going back and back to the girth over and over and what who's that and like totally totally nailed it it was it was fantastic love glenn
2: all right uh so as far as I'm concerned there was two halves to this cold open. The first half was brilliant. I loved it. It was it was so so funny. The second half, I'm going to go with Victor on this one when, when 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 the McMurray roast started, it was it was just it, it went too long. Like maybe if they'd done yeah. one or two calls, fine, but I think they yeah. did like five or six calls. It just went on and on, on to the point where I was feeling bad for McMurray and 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 you know. So so that seven. so that was a seven yeah it was a lot seven. of calls like i kept on like okay this is the last one nope there's another one and and of course it, they're all uh jared kiso doing the voices and the one of the funniest ones is when he the martha's vineyard one. yeah well when when he <laughs> pretended to be the the female who had sex with mcmurray and and that 4.5 1, one five inches was was generous generous. yeah Yeah. (laughs) so yeah fun stuff it just went on a long time the other thing i want to bring up i meant to bring this up last week with with awesome here and i think she would have said well duh but um because tanya had 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 mentioned (laughs)
0: hear her saying that exactly yeah Uh. well
2: because tanya had mentioned about crack and and have they ever done something like this where where it spans so many episodes and uh it occurred to me that this season was shot in the winter and if you think back to when they were doing the letter Kenny versus Penny, it's it's winter outside. Uh, like when they went to the coach's door, it's cold out. Uh, so they can't do the scenes around the produce stand. So this takes the place of those scenes. So that's why they kept with the crack and egg for the, oh. throughout this whole season because they can't do the produce stand in the winter. So that so they replaced huh. it with crack and egg. So that's. That's that the, the, makes some sense. I'm thinking. I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but I think last, if I would brought this up last week, Awesome would have been. Well, of course, you idiot. That's exactly why <laughs> uh, you had. A I point.
4: have another very important dick reference. <laughs> I just learned about this. I haven't done my research on it yet, but ladies uh, or men, whoever is interested, um, apparently there is a fantastic show called um, Sex Life on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was a man that was very well endowed, and it's going all around um, YouTube right now. There are a lot of
2: reaction videos.
4: Reaction yet. videos. So this is like Lemon Party, but on a good side. And um, says you. And uh, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. But <laughs> (laughs) but, But apparently it is worth the the watch. So there you go. There's my info. It's worth
2: the the 30-day free trial (laughs) of Netflix. Uh, Victor, (laughs) what did you think of this cold open? (laughs) Uh,
4: Apparently it's more than (laughs) 4.15.
6: You know, you know what? So so three three issues. Number one, uh, everyone's giving Howard Stern way too much credit credit here. Uh, why is it that if Howard Stern says it it must be true? Where the where the fuck He didn't that say come? it. They never said he said. That's not the point. All I'm they're, saying is they're they're, giving,
2: they're Howard Stern they're giving, fans. They've they've made yeah, they've yeah, made yeah. that mention before in other yeah, previous yeah, yeah. episodes.
6: So 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 now that's that's you know, strike mm-hmm. one, they're giving him too much credit. Strike two uh, everyone knows that an average penis is 6 inches not 5.15 or whatever uh, oh, so so inches. they they i don't know where they came up with a 5 whatever i mean my whole life growing up uh, everybody knew that it's 6 That's inches right. so i don't know where that came from this uh, is and, and yeah the <laughs> and, and number and, and number three, yeah, that was just pure bullying and abuse at the end. Uh, I don't I, I, like it was it was uncomfortable in an uncomfortable way. And and the other thing is, I didn't only feel bad for McMurray. I felt bad for his way. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, well, all the leave, callers
2: leave. feel bad for Mrs. McMurray.
6: <laughs> yeah, no, but no, but it was it was crude. Like it mm-hmm. was too crude. Mm-hmm. It was too crude. It was too crude. One or two jokes, fine. But mm-hmm. it just went on and it reminded me of that the first episode where we love what we love so much about the the, the very first episode. Yeah. And 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 the thing that I did not like about it is how it finished with McMurray, and that's mm-hmm. exactly how this one
5: finished, so I didn't like it. Alright. Dennis? <laughs> Holy are, are any of you uh, Howard Stern fans?
6: I used to listen to Howard Stern uh, every morning religiously okay. when I was in my younger days. <laughs> and then okay. when I, as, I, as I grew older, I realized uh, he's not growing up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we are all growing up, but he's not.
5: Well, <laughs> so, it's, so yeah. you know, I listened to the Howard Stern show on terrestrial radio for years um, because it was in one of our local markets. But then when he went to Sirius, I just happened to have some people on my competition team in sports martial arts that had Sirius in their cars. So, you know, we're traveling the country, you know, all the highways, skyways and byways going to tournaments and stuff. So on these long ass road trips, we would just listen to Stern for hours at a time. So Mm. I actually caught this episode. And some of the, you know, discussion that they would have based on measurement and stuff like this. But what I noticed was when you're listening to the names of the callers, there are actually names of some of the stern oh, staff really? members and <laughs> callers. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, you know, I, I was as it went on, you know, I was like, they said, surely. And I'm like, that can't be a coincidence. Uh, so I went back and every one of those callers is one of the staff members like, J.D. Harmeyer is actually one of the producers. That was the first caller. Wow, John John Hein Miller, John Hein actually does the post show for uh, Stern, <laughs> okay. and then uh, Brent, he's a producer. Gary, that's Bobo Bowie, Sal, the stockbroker, mm-hmm. uh, Richard Christie, who is one of the co-hosts. Uh, Shuli Agar, he's a well-known, you know, stern contributor, and Ronnie was is the name of Howard's limo driver, right? So right. I was like, oh, that's that's a, that's a pretty deep cut for <laughs> so you know, and you really have to be a a fan to have caught that too. So it's interesting yeah. that they threw that in that each one of the callers was named after somebody you might be familiar with if you're a long time listener.
2: That's that's great a great catch. catch, and and I'm wondering if if even awesome knew about that one. <laughs> We may, maybe yeah. we taught her something new here. She won't admit to not knowing why, but uh, that'd right. be interesting. What else, what else did you think of this uh, cold open?
5: But, you know, as a longtime fan, you know, that was an, an Easter egg kind of thing. But mm-hmm. for me, the, the payoff was McMurray's responses. You know, <laughs> you're watching him take his looks, but I, like just the way that he reacted, you know, really made that scene for me. So, yeah. I mean, it, it was worth having in the show if for nothing else than to just to get his feedback based on some of the terrible things they said to him.
2: Very good. All right. So let's, we're coming out of the theme song here and I've lost my spot. Where the hell am I? Here we go. Uh, Scene one, we open with Tannis speaking with the coach of the native team, uh, played by actor uh, Broker Moore. Uh, She has just inherited some money after the death of her Doda, and uh, she wants to buy the Eagles. The coach asks her why she'd want to buy the native hockey team.
1: I have cousins coming up in minor hockey and they're starting to get in trouble now. They always used to watch your team but now they just don't really give a shit. And? And I want to use the money to create a more exciting environment at the games and keep them interested in hockey. Why? Because kids in sports stay off the fucking streets. You fucking bug me, dude. (laughs) No. (laughs) No what? You cannot buy the Eagles. (laughs) I'll go over your head. Oh, will ya? Money talks, baby. We're in first place. Are you? So you can't go over my head? Why? Because W's talk,
2: baby. That's where we get the name of this episode. Tannis sizes him up and makes him an offer he can't refuse. She proposes a game between the Eagles and a team that she will assemble. The coach questions why he'd do that in the middle of their season. She proposes a bet. If if her team wins, she gets to buy the Eagles. And if the Eagles win, she'll give him a blowjob. And after he gets her to throw in some ball play, they reach an agreement. Uh, Tannis exits the Eagles coach office and, acts and Slash are waiting for her. They ask her where they're going. And Tannis announces they're going to Letterkenny. Kenny. Scene two, what appears to be coach's basement uh, coach is riding a stationary bike. When Tannis w- walks in coach uh, asks her, what's up? Tannis says she needs a coach coach jumps off his exercise bike and kicks it over. Uh, he asks her what he's coaching. Tannis says, uh, very dramatically that she's resurrecting the letter Kenny Irish. This isn't met with uh, any optimism from the coach. That team is dog shit. <laughs> Scene three cut to the gym as Tannis and coach go about assembling the team. They start with Riley and Jonesy who are both super psyched about being hockey players. Again, Tannis <laughs> tries to say that the letter Kenny or Irish are back, but coach says not yet. They're going to need some finesse. Enter Ron and Dax who says they're good at finding holes and getting in deep and bulging twine uh coach says they're in so now uh they just need some sandpaper so cut to an outdoor brawl with tyson and joint boy beating up on some dgens and tannis is very happy
1: so the letter kenny irish are back
0: not yet we got most of the pieces in place but we only got one shot at this one chance one win you know bombing on your mom's spaghetti or whatever that talking singer says none of these guys <laughs> have won a championship you gotta find some people that know how to win
1: where do we find them? At the gym. Well, we were just there. They weren't there when we were there. <laughs> we were here the whole time. Really? <laughs>
2: Marianne and Betty Ann challenge the Irish, uh, Irish to a hockey... Well, wait, sorry. Marianne and Betty Ann are inski. They're soda paninski. They can't wait to get back on the ice. But coach explains they wouldn't be playing. They'd be coaching. Tannis asks them why they can't play. This makes Coach a little nervous, but Tannis lets him off the hook by saying he, she was just fucking with him. Marianne and Barry Ann, Betty Ann were too. They're uh, they're all for telling men how to do shit. Uh, then Coach is relieved that they weren't going to have the whole women are as good as men conversation. Uh, but then this prompts Marianne and Betty Ann and Tannis to want to have the conversation.
1: Come on. You come on. Come on. You come on. Guys, come on. You come on they're 120 pounds soaking wet full stomachs pockets full of loonies and toonies so so senior (laughs) hockey players men are up to 220 pounds more so that's hundred pounds more so so they could get killed out there you will get killed out there you will die i think that's something to think about i think huh do you have good relationships with your mom yeah no well
0: better pick up the phone and call her because you're dead Because you want to play a game with men
1: who are bigger and faster than you.
2: Marianne and Betty Ann challenge the Irish to a hockey game. Coach reminds them that the Shamrockettes folded for some reason. Uh, Undaunted, they say they can ice and team. If the boys win, they'll agree to coach. Tannis loves the idea. Cut to the next scene. Someone knocks on the farmhouse door. Uh, Wayne answers, it's Rosie. Hello.
1: Hello. Well. Well You You go. go. No, No, you you go. go. Okay, Okay, I'll I'll go. go. I'm back. That's what you are. But I have to go back to... Vancouver, right? Yeah. Pitbull rescue still? Yeah.
5: You're a good fucking gal, Rosie.
2: Rosie needs a favor. Someone to look after Zeke, a cute pitbull puppy, uh, while she goes back to Vancouver to rescue Zeke's sister. And so Wayne agrees, agrees to do it. Uh, scene number seven, in Le- letter, Kenny Irish uh, dressing room, t- uh, Tannis barges in. She announces that the players will be miked during the game.
3: Why do we
1: need mics? Alright, so you know those videos on YouTube of all the NHL players when they're all mic'd out?
0: You mean miked up.
1: Yeah, whatever. So my cousins fucking love those videos and they watch them over and over and over again, so I want to provide for them a pro-level in-game experience. So for this afternoon's dress rehearsal, mm-hmm. yous are all going to be mic'd out. Mic'd up. Fuck you.
2: Tennis Radio <laughs> Dennis, Dennis radios up to the booth where Stuart and Rold are obsessing over what the Letterkenny Irish walk-up music should be. Dennis, uh, Dennis man, I'm having a hard time today. Dickens interrupts <laughs> and suggests that perhaps the Irish should make their entrance music a boogie. Next scene, back in the Irish dressing room, Tennis returns to see if they're ready. Riley and Jonesy inform her that they're missing a few guys like Bartz, Yorkie, Schultze, Fisky, and Boomtown.
1: We're not missing anyone, all right? Fuck those guys. I don't want to talk about them right now. I got a player who plays bigger than all of them combined, so... No. Not.
5: Uh, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh! Will you two just man up and make out? I started an office pool for it, and the day I picked is tomorrow. Get talking, to fuckers.
2: After some impressive shores, chirps about Riley and Jonesy's moms. It's finally time to start the game. Tannis radios up to the skids to play their entrance song. They haven't decided yet, so Tannis yells at them Stuart, chickens out. So Roll plays whatever CD was left in the CD player from the previous night's figure skating practice. It's OCM by Susan Aglucarque. Um So, production note there OCM uh, from the album This Child is Susan Aglucark's biggest hit, reaching number one on the Canadian country and, and contemporary charts in 1995. Uh, and she was the first Inuk player uh, performer to have a top forty hit in Canada. So, just a little background on that song. Uh, not exactly pump-up music, though. (laughs) The players look at each other, confused upon hearing the music selection. Uh, Dickens makes the announcements, including the 50-50 tickets, which could reach as high as $400. Tannis, Axe, and Slash are on the (laughs) sidelines getting their production going. Uh, Their microphone is picking up all of Shorzy's chirps against the the women's team. Uh, The game starts, and the Irish uh, get off to a hot start, with Shorzy taking it all the way and immediately scoring. The route begins, with the Irish scoring at will, and Shorzy relentlessly chirping the Opposing players and snowing the opposing goalie at every opportunity. Marianne and Betty Ann look on in disgust. Uh next scene, back at the farm, Wayne is choring in the barn with Zeke hanging out, and then Marie Fred shows up.
1: Look what the cat dragged in. Oh, it's Bert and what the cat coughed up. Oh, who's that, Bronco Buster? (coughs) Well,
2: that's Zeke.
1: Zeke's having a row in
2: the hay. Oh, that's barley. Can we keep up? Martin. A gal I used to date brought him over asking for some help with him.
0: Temporarily.
4: Is she pushing up? No. Would I like her? Yeah. When a friend asks for help, you help him. <laughs> right. Is he sleeping in my bed? Puppy should
2: be crate trained. They go in the crate every time you leave the house or go to sleep. No exceptions.
4: Ah, uh, he may be the only one getting some sleep tonight in patter.
2: Next scene, back at the site of the massacre. It's between periods. Median- Med- Betty Ann and Marianne approach for the coach on in the concourse.
0: You guys get fully changed in between periods.
1: Oh, oh, why do women have to be so different? <laughs> we can see.
0: Oh, don't be bare biscuits. We're not. I've seen bare biscuits, and what I'm seeing is a lot of bitter biscuitry.
1: Sometimes you get speed baked. Happens in hockey.
0: Okay, look.
2: Women can do anything men
3: can do.
1: Shut the fuck up. We're in. In what? To coach, idiot. Ice time's expensive. But let's use it for practice. Set up the PK. Get the PP guard. Get Jersey sorted for tomorrow. What are you smiling about? The letter Kenny Irish, you're back. <laughs>
2: and we fade to black. All right. Uh, might, might be an interesting note here, but this episode was written by Jonathan Torrance. Just uh, FYI. All right, uh, time. What's that? I'm shocked. Okay, <laughs> time for your initial thoughts, Matt. What did you think of this
0: episode? That, no rating. Does that does that make it back to back Torrens episodes? I've I thought checked. I saw someone comment that last week's was, or was that inaccurate? Uh, I I checked because
2: I was wondering the, the same thing, but no, it looked like last week it was a, a Kiso episode. Okay, but I, right. here, I'll I'll quickly look that up All while, right. while you give your impression.
0: yeah yeah. I liked it. I, there there was some good stuff here. Um I, I definitely see where there's gonna be issue. Um and I'm waiting <laughs> to see some of the comments that come at. Um Shorzy came back with a fucking storm. Yeah. And that was pretty and, and I and I gotta correct myself. I made a quick Martha's Vineyard comment early um during the McMurray, but it was really it was Shorzy about the kid being Martha <laughs> yes, yes. Martha Martha's Vineyard shore. That fucking killed me. I thought that was brilliant. So <laughs> there was a lot of fast talk and witty banter going on and there was a lot of misses, but in the middle of all that, there was some real genius and those moments made me laugh. So I I definitely need to applaud the efforts on some of that. Um, I think coach was a bit of a roller coasters episode, Mark Ford. I fucking love him and he always comes out so strong, but they gave him a big episode and I feel like in a couple of his scenes, it was I think they underused him. Hmm. Uh, like even like the Betty and Marianne scene, um, just sort of the back and forth. Come on, come on. I
4: don't
0: know. I just, I thought he it was, it was, really it cool. was okay, but it yeah. went on long. I would have liked to have seen more dialogue in mm-hmm. there and heard him kind of go off a bit more. Okay. Um, I think they missed an opportunity to let him just, just go. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it was still funny, but I, I mean, there was a couple moments that I was just, I kept wanting more from him because he's got it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I feel like they held back. Maybe it was the topic or whatever. I don't know. Um, but anyway, it still made me laugh. Rosie coming back. I love Rosie and mm-hmm. Zeke. Oh, good boy. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that made me really happy. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it, I thought there was a lot of good content here. I just think there was some struggles along the way to get there. Um, but I enjoyed it. Okay. Ten.
4: Um. I don't think I quite understood why Betty Ann and Marianne were being asked to be coaches because they already had coach as being the coach um, and they're so, hockey players. So yeah. I, I, I wasn't quite understanding why they I I understand stood that it was a male team. But yeah. then why are they being asked to, to so coach?
2: think back to the Shamrock? The what was the last season, two seasons ago, he asked Riley and Jonesy to help coach the, coach the Shamrockettes them. to win. Uh, this time around, he he says to Tanis, uh, uh, "We need somebody who can who's won something, uh, because the the Letterkenny Irish had never won anything, but the Shamrock Cats had. So he was looking for to have somebody who knew how to win. So that's why he. So that's the way. But they, even
4: though Riley and Jonesy were the reason why th- they were the ones that coached." the Shamrockets, and they, yeah, but, that's but how the they Rockettes got there. The Shamrockets had one. already
2: won like four straight championships before. Like, back, to back, no, back to back. Right. Oh, right, right, right. right. right <laughs> Which what, I mean, that, that could beg the question, why it were could. the Shamrockets like sh- shuttered? Like, why were they shut down when they were such a, a successful team? But anyway, I think this is all just so that the story made sense, I guess.
4: But they didn't really pick hockey players. They just play. they picked, well, I guess they had hockey backgrounds, mm-hmm. but they... Mostly. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't I'm just shocked that
6: this is the thing that you have a problem with in this episode. I'm just stunned. I'm, I'm stunned. that you've, already spent so, you've exhausted so much time on this non-issue on. when there's
4: such bigger fish to fry
6: in this episode. Okay. I,
4: I thought there was a lot of, I thought there was a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of um, power in, in a lot of scenes. So Tannis, which is the powerhouse, mm-hmm. Um, up with coach. And as, as Matt saying, you know, coach didn't kind of let it all out, but he couldn't because Tannis is there and Tannis is the one that's feeding this whole thing and, and, you know, trying to pull the team together. So of course coach can't go wild because Tannis is kind of like the owner of, of the, the new, um, the new team. Mm-hmm. So no one could really go, um, um, like as big as they are as big as their their character is because of all of these other things coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was interesting that um, um, uh, Wayne's old girlfriend came back Rosie um I thought because I know you guys have made comments here and there like who do you like? Wayne with more um, as a girlfriend, so I'm I'm interested to see how that dynamic will change the relationship that he has with Marie Fred, which had way more lines than she's ever had. I don't think <laughs> in, she had way barn, more lines yeah. this time, <laughs> and and we got to see a little bit more of that relationship on a on a regular basis, kind of mm-hmm. like come to bed. Um, so yeah, it was it was a good episode, and can't wait to hear what Victor says.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Victor's like biting his tongue. All right. Apparently
4: I've missed the mark.
2: <laughs> Let's see. What's um, the mark, Victor? This episode. Oh, okay. it's Alan's first. Uh, yeah. It's first, first it's me. <laughs> first it's me. So I, I uh, the episodes where they bring all the characters together, I love. Um, so in this one here, we had everybody except for Gail. Gail was the only one missing. But Tannis came back. Dickens was there. Everyone was back. It was awesome. It was It was so much fun to see i love the whole getting the the band back together motif uh for this i i it, it was kind of funny that they they kind of um made the letter kenny irish this some sort of mythical thing that they need to bring back i'm bringing back the irish like like that was kind of fun considering it felt like the muppets movies yeah because it was such a dog shit theme but they brought it back so but i like the that the whole premise of them they got to. Put the band back together in order to to help Tannis on her quest to buy the Eagles. Um, so anything with Tannis in it is great. So I, I, I'm I'm going to probably hit upon a bit of what the issue Victor had. So at the end of, at the end of this episode, the whole montage scene of the game and how the 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 Irish just destroyed mercilessly destroyed the women's hockey team. Uh, and, and unapologetically and, and Shorzy throwing, throwing like just
0: snowing the goalie on snowing repeat. on the goalie,
2: <laughs> uh, hitting the stick out of the woman's hands, like just chirping the shit out of them. Yes. That was kind of off-putting and, and I get it. And, and if, if, if it were just for that scene, I might've even given this episode a compost, but, uh, there was just so much good in this episode. I won't give my final rating, but, um, uh I, I I feel like that's where Victor's gonna have an issue with it. Uh coach was brilliant in this. I loved Coach in this, I love Tannis in this. Glenn was a lot of fun uh at the beginning in the cold open. So uh those are my comments for now. Victor, go.
6: It was the worst episode of the Letterkenny universe so far.
2: What? Worse than the last worst <laughs> one? Really? Yes. Oh man, okay. Go on,
6: and and I had issues with almost every scene. There was the there was one redeemable part of the episode, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to give away till my MVP. But okay, um, uh I mean, where to begin? Really? I guess at the beginning. So so I made uh, let's see, one two three four five six seven or eight points. <laughs> uh, so um, I just wrote them up right now because I knew I uh, I wouldn't be able to ring them up. So first the cold open. Uh, it's the it, it airball. Um, then, then we get into the exchange with Panis. I mean, how do you compare buying a team on one side is a win and getting your and, and sucking a dick? Like the two are not in the same universe. Like what he, what He's never had his dick sucked before, so it just doesn't make sense. Like buying a team, to, to, it just was playing to his audience. Man. Yeah, or she was playing to his audience. It doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. It, it. There's no. There's no. It's not in the same. Like it doesn't make any sense. Number one. Number two. It's too crass. Like why would Tannis even make a bet like that? Because that's she
2: a, knew she'd never have to pay up.
6: It doesn't. No, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Well, that's, she's. No, but that's, that's
2: how. That's how confident she is that she'll win it. Uh, that's that's fine.
6: why I I I didn't like it. Yeah. Then then you go. Then you 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 go with the whole scene with the mic'd up there was no payoff i didn't feel like there was that's uh, that's setting up was, that's setting up yeah I know, no, but what I'm saying is that when we got to listen to the game, I don't feel we got any fun, there wasn't that much fun banter from listening to the mic'd up uh, voices on Yikes. Mm-hmm. It was just okay. It was a letdown. I felt mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, cool. We're going to get some fun stuff. And it, nothing happened. Then we get into the pump up music. What an opportunity for them to, oh, I wonder what that song is going to be. It's going to be something completely ridiculous. And it wasn't. It was The song was fine. It didn't stand out. It, it would Can't, have
2: been... Hold on. the song. Is- is fine, but it's not a pump-up song.
6: No, I know what they, no, That's
2: he, totally subjective. He might as that's well totally have played subjective. Enya. He might as well have played Enya. That was like Canadian <laughs> Enya. Come on, like it's a great Victor. It's a great song. Don't get me yeah, wrong. It's a song good song. Was,
6: it, was too, it was too nonchalant. <laughs> it was for, perfect. They, they had, a, they had a, an opportunity to play something completely off the wall that would have totally not resonated with hockey. And they, they missed the ball on that. But that's okay. That's just a minor <laughs> thing. So then we get into the, uh, the, the, the game. So every time, first of all, Shorzy's the only one that's scoring, number one. Number two, every time he's scoring. No,
2: I think think Riley or Jonesy scored. Maybe
6: maybe they had one or two, but it (laughs) was mainly the Shorzy show. But then every time they scored, the actual girls were sitting on a bench every single time. Mm -hmm. What the hell? Were they even on the ice? It didn't make any sense. Then, then, then. We get into um, that got three uh, thens.
2: <laughs> then. Then we get up. into the
6: actual climax of the thing where you're thinking there's going to be some comeuppance at the end, something, and some no, they get comeuppance <laughs> when when you know the bad guy gets gets. <laughs> what no, it, no, I know. I just wanted to hear you say it, it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. So then you get this whole montage of well, Al said it, they get completely annihilated and, and embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason for it. They just, you know, this whole show, the whole time it stands for equality and and you know, looking after the minorities and all this and marginalized groups and stuff like that. And here they completely embarrass the girls and there's no rhyme or reason to it. Then they concede because they're just getting walloped. So and so what was the point of embarrassing the girls? It didn't make any sense. There was absolutely zero rhyme or reason to it. And I was trying to think hard afterwards. Am I missing something? There must be. Is there some hidden message? There's no hidden message. They just completely embarrassed. Hold on.
0: Hold on. So I, I and this is where I think I mean, like I said, I'm not I don't actually think I've seen a head. But Tan is recording this whole thing. This, I is, have a to believe, this is a, a setup episode. Has a big setup aspect. Yeah. To to what's happening. So next. let's so let's remember next. She week. was also ne-
4: referencing next. that she was doing this for her family and yeah. that they. She was trying to you know keep them in sports and keep them interested yeah. and keep them. So, so it was for that. Yeah. That's remember what I next
0: as Shorzy was chirping, she was like, "This is perfect." Like yeah, yeah. she's like, enjoying the chirping. That. She's enjoying.
2: Yeah. So uh, so the, next week is is the season finale. Uh, this is setting up for that. And, uh, so, um,
4: are we there already? Spoiler.
2: Yeah. yeah, We're there already.
4: Well, I mean, there's no
2: spoiler cause you said it, Matt, you don't remember what comes up next, but you no. felt like they're, they're setting up for something. it's an, yeah. this is part one,
6: get to use the next episode as, as a, but, as, as, but, as, Victor. As, what uh, I'm saying, it.
2: Matt recognized not knowing what, what's happening next that this was setting up for something. He saw, he saw the clues. This it is setting matter. up for something. Okay. Well, matter. You're, you're we'll blinded
0: see. by your hatred uh, for after, the bad after, hockey after, that was in front of no, you.
2: No, and, and I get it. Look, uh, it, it was a bad look because uh, overall, this is a, a pretty progressive show. And for them to do what they did with with the female with the women team women's team, that was merciless. But okay, so but let's see a few things. Most of it was perpetrated by Shorzy, who's already uh, not a great character to begin with. So yeah. he's he. So let's look at it that way, um, and let's see what happens next week. But uh, anyway, let's move on to Dennis.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Follow that, <laughs> but, uh, it's you know. Um, for me, this this episode spoke to me in a, mm-hmm. a lot of different ways, which uh, I don't know what that says about me, but uh, <laughs> it, you know, from, another layer yeah. from the open, you know what I mean? Like I I was a Stern fan for years and years, so you know there was there was a payoff there,
3: mm-hmm.
5: uh, resurrecting the Irish, like Al said, literally and figuratively getting the team back together. Yeah, I love that. And mm-hmm. like I've said in previous episodes, seeing everybody there. That carries a lot of weight. Maybe they're, you know, they're playing on the heartstrings a little bit there mm-hmm. because that is something that I've enjoyed about the show. But you know, it's a trope that's in a lot of different movies that I like, like you know, Blues Brothers and Lord of the Rings Major League and Matt had a great pick with the Muppet movie. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's good a good one. Yeah, example. Mm-hmm. But um you know, Betty Ann saying "Soda pumpinski which is a <laughs> reference to Mike Tyson's punch out. Shout out. Oh, that's
2: uh, nice. I didn't catch that one. Yeah. yeah.
5: But uh, you know, men being superior to women—you know—if anything, I applaud them for going there mm-hmm. because you're not supposed to approach that subject. And mm-hmm. the way that they did it, and sometimes—and this is going back to wrestling a little bit—when somebody's getting over too much, and the fans are starting to like somebody they're not supposed to. You have to introduce a storyline where they're like, oh, this guy's a heel. I should hate this guy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is a perfect opportunity for them to show you. Shorzy and Coach are assholes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yep. this is a perfect way to illustrate it.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, mm-hmm. Tannis offering Ploja, like that seemed very a-characteristic to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I have to say, every time Shorzy knocked the stick out of their girl's hand, I laughed my ass off. <laughs> I, I know it's terrible, <laughs> but it, it struck the right chord because it's and, so juvenile.
2: You know, he was being so juvenile, oh, yeah. yeah. He was, yeah.
5: But uh, you know, the <clears throat> it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand why Shorzy had to go to Martha's Vineyard and Boca Raton, Florida, to bang <laughs> rally and Josie's moms. <laughs> so so good, so good.
2: All right, uh, so can we move on to ratings? All right. Matt, what rating do you give this episode? I'm
0: I'm fearful to go first on this one, but <laughs> honestly, like I like I said in my initial thoughts, there were there was a bit of roller coaster here. There was some really, really good content. Um there was some there was some misses. I'm gonna quickly re comment on the two biggest topics right now. So I I completely the the way they portrayed this they intentionally put full blast on, and you point out too, Dennis, Coach and Shorzy. So yes, they hit this topic, which most people would stay away from, but they put all of the attention on these two assholes. We already know Coach is an asshole. We all know Shorzy's beyond an asshole. So every single shot of something bad going on was him. So even they can fall back and say, we portrayed this, but it's it's a Shorzy show. Like it or not, it was him. No one else had a part in this in this nonsense. So I'm okay with that. And 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 that goes right into the Tannis side about her offering up the blowjob, whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, Tannis is smart. She's not falling through on whatever this is. That was just her way to get her foot into the door of this situation. Mm-hmm. Playing on playing on that mood, pulling, pulling a guy. She's like, whatever. I know how to speak to my audience. It doesn't mean shit. So I don't necessarily think it's at a character. I think it was her smart way of selling what she was trying to accomplish for the, for the intention wherever she's going. Mm-hmm. Um, all that to say it's, it's, it's a high clearance. It's not quite in the fresh cause there was a few misses, but it's a, it's a high clearance for me. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 10.
4: Um, I love everyone's points, Um, uh, Victor. Yeah. You, you got very passionate there. I I love it. Um, But you make valid points. Absolutely. And, and, you know, you make me stop and think, you know, who is Tannis and, you know, Tannis at the cookout and, you know, getting the apron from Wayne at uh, Christmas and stuff. And she always fights for the woman. She always fights um, to, to be, um, to, to not be portrayed in those ways. And you're absolutely right. You know, in, in this episode, she goes there, she goes the opposite and she does offer up, um, you know, a blow job for if, if she loses, yeah, um,
2: but she never intended either intended right. to lose. You can't or, say, it. You can't say it.
4: she's
6: not going to do it.
4: That's not, that's I'm, not for you to but say. It, it does go against <laughs> her character. Uh, it, it, it you I know, think
2: I think Tannis character is win by all means, even
4: when Wayne yeah. gave her that apron and she was like, and, and, you know, called him out on it. And it's no, like, what it's am like, I supposed to cook now? And well, he's no. like, no, this is so she's always like fight. Okay. She wants Here's to fight. Thing. It's all those. about control
2: with Tannis. She True. she won't take the apron from from uh, Wayne because it means that he wants her to cook for him. But what did she do on their first date? She fucking cooked for him because it was her. She wanted she's in control. I'm going to cook for you. Not don't tell me mm-hmm. what to do. Same thing with the blowjob. To me, it, she, that was a weapon. She needed that weapon for to she get her She knew point what who
4: she was dealing <laughs> yeah. with and yeah. what it was going to take in order to get yeah. the, the what she, the answer that she Second needed. Second she
0: said he's like, "All right, deal." Like yeah.
2: she yeah, knew. Of course it she it him, she sized him she sized him up.
4: Yeah. Yeah, no, true that. No, I, I don't l- know. I
2: would agree with you, Vic- uh, Victor, if she f- had to follow through with it and we'll see if she does or not. Um, but uh, for now, given what we know right now, uh, I don't think it's out of character for her. Mm-hmm. I think she's a shrewd businesswoman and leader who uh, is used to getting her way and will get her way by all means, any means.
4: And I was thinking the same thing when Marianne and Betty Ann were on the, the, the bench and how it kept on panning back to them. And I'm thinking yeah, the same thing. Weird. Why are they not playing? They're the ones that said, you know, put us in, let's do this and let's go head to head. And they weren't in the game the whole time.
2: Maybe uh, the, guys the actress, were. I know that, uh, Jess Salgero can skate, but maybe, uh, the other actress doesn't know how to skate. I don't know.
4: Um, yeah, that was, that was a miss too. Uh, I, I couldn't, the only thing that I kept on thinking was, I guess they couldn't have the the commentary and mm-hmm. the expressions and stuff like that, that they wanted to get, if they were skating, mm-hmm. it would have been a harder shot to take maybe or whatever. So anyways, so um, uh, it, it, all that being said, there were still some good aspects of the show. It didn't make it great, so it's a compost. Or sorry, not compost. Uh, the the clearance, clearance. All
2: right, clearance. <clears throat> I said uh af- after that 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 hockey game montage, I was I was ready to give it a compost. But up, upon further reflection to this episode, it had so many good things. I, I feel like if they just. Remove that hockey game, it would be a fresh, it would be a 100% fresh because everything about it I loved. I mean, half of the, the cold open I didn't like, but everything else I loved about it, the whole getting the team back together, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the skids struggling with the music selection and, and and Dickens being there saying that they should make it a bo- boogie. Like they, they revisited a lot of great jokes, like a lot of fun jokes. Um, I'm wondering if, uh, the, you know, the senior players were missing their shorts, Schultz, boomtown, whatever. Uh, you know, I, they probably wouldn't have brought them in just for one episode, but also there was a line there that Tannis made. I don't even want to talk about them. Like just a flippant line. I was like, Hmm, i wonder. Cause those guys were only on for one season and they're gone. So I'm wondering maybe fans had the same thoughts about them as we did. Um, that might've been a Hulu call too, or it might've been a Hulu call. Well, I mean the one guy he's on a, uh, his own show now and it looks like it's doing all right, but yeah, some of the other guys uh, anyway. So that was an interesting thing there. Um, Coach was brilliant. Like I know he's despicable, but he's despicable <laughs> in a brilliant way. You know, he's just, he's despicable in an Al- Alan Rickman way, right? Like he, he p- plays such a great kind of, despicable person. So I really enjoyed the scenes with him in this. Uh, Could there have been more of them? Sure. Yeah. I kind of agree with Matt there, but I thought what he did do was a lot of fun. Uh, He made you hate him. Um, (laughs) So I'm not going to give it a fresh because there's that one and it's a big piece. It's the game and the game really dragged it down. So I'm I'm giving this one a clearance, Victor.
6: Yeah. So I had no issues with coach coach was coach and I thought he did great. I I didn't have any issues with, with his performance. I thought he, he was perfect. Mm-hmm. He was a perfect heel.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, and, and I just, I, there was one great scene in the show and everything else was a throwaway. I, I you know, it, like it's so easy to say there were so many great parts and there was so much this and that and the other. there wasn't. Like, no, there what? were. What, I named them is, all. this great stuff that you're talking about? A coach what and Tannis going Rose?
2: around gathering the team together. That was
6: fun. That was great. Yeah, they, Rosie idea, coming back. Uh, to... Yeah, yeah. The idea of it. The idea of these things are great on paper. No, they weren't. The way that it was. No, yeah, they weren't. They weren't. Uh, I don't know. I, I thought it was fun for Rosie because I'm so fucking oh, bored with even, uh, Murray Fred that like okay oh but god. you know what that like, scene i
2: love that scene in the barn where murray fred and and, and wayne admits <laughs> to murray fred the puppy was from his ex-girlfriend and yeah. she's like is she pushing up on you no oh uh, yeah. would i like her yeah i thought that was a nice exchange i thought it was yeah it was yeah so- it's
6: fine i'm just so bored with that relationship bring rosie back <laughs> like get rid of well, her, she's back. Send her back yeah. to quebec <laughs> my god I, I I mean it's so fucking boring that whole cl- c- cocking of the arm. Dickens with the, fuck, the skids
2: go. in in the booth talking about the. M- there's so much <laughs> yeah, like good said, in this.
6: <laughs> no, yeah, like I said, there's one redeeming scene. Really, but but the, the, the whole yeah no this 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 is the lowest of the because I'm not I'm not going to fall for the trope. Oh, there's a payoff in the next episode. I don't care about the next episode mm-hmm. right now. This is the end of the Letterkenny universe so far. It's the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. And I kept waiting. Every time Shoresy was doing the tripping and so I was just waiting for that payoff. And the payoff was the girls conceding. Mm-hmm. And and the Tannis would stand there and just let the girls be completely ambushed and embarrassed that way and there's nothing nothing not a word is said about it mm-hmm. i don't know i just i just felt like i thought that the it started off on a bad note by embarrassing mcmurray and his wife and then it just went on and it got worse mm. i i don't know i this is the 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 rottenest of the compost that you can get
2: wow okay uh dennis you're ready
5: (laughs) slightly different review (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. know like i said i like the stern references getting the team back together Mm -hmm. but you know there are problems and like victor said they're trying so hard for you to like marie fred Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's what i know about later episodes but i just i didn't see it Mm -hmm. The, the entire season i know they were trying really hard, but she never really paid off for me mm-hmm. um but you get to see the character traits for you know which you turn tune into letter kenny yeah you get to see all of the characters a lot of them established or exemplified the traits that you're looking for except maybe 10 is to a degree but then that's also one of the auspices of you know Her offering to do something that, you know, she wouldn't normally to get what she wants. So Mm -hmm. you could say that's a strong character trait of hers that they're paying off on. Mm -hmm. Uh, It, it, I guess it would have been a fresh, but I can see the problem. So I'll give it a a higher end of the clearance.
2: Oh, so we have uh, influenced you a bit there.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Victor puts his arms up and... (laughs) As a Not this one, brother. Uh,
2: God. You're still the only one in the compost heat there, Victor.
6: No, Tanya said it, but she, yeah, Tanya said it. It was a Freudian slip, but she said it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Uh, this next part is going to be pretty quick here. Top fives, Matt. No, no. Tan? No. No, not mine either. Victor would probably be in your top five of your, your worst. Uh, this episode. would
6: be in my bottom five. Yet. Yeah. It's your bottom
2: five. Uh, Dennis, uh, I believe you've shared with us your top fives before, but if you want to give a yep. shout out to others, you uh, more than.
5: I think for this episode, for my five, mm-hmm. I'll do what I, I mentioned in the previous episode, and I know it kind of perked uh, mm-hmm. Tanya's uh, interest. I'm going to do five jobs or experiences. Ooh. And you're gonna guess which one I haven't done. Yes. Nice. This
0: is a fun game. Yeah. So get the pens ready.
5: <laughs> okay.
6: <laughs> what do we win?
5: You win the honor
6: of guessing. Grace. Sweet. The no prize. You get to fix Dennis's ceiling. I
2: was gonna say. It. <laughs> you can play at home too. The poor man needs a new a new roof, buddy. Let's uh, let's cut him some slack.
5: All right. So, number one. Mm. Police officer, Clark County, Nevada, Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. Oh,
2: Vegas.
0: Cop. Okay. Number two.
5: Okay. <coughs> two, nurse, Northern Michigan Regional Hospital, Petoskey, Michigan.
0: They're so specific.
5: <laughs> Maybe that's part of it. Okay. Okay. Three, long haul truck driver, Blue Water Trucking Company. Mm hmm. Four, Mortician's assistant,
4: oh, Sorenson's funeral home. I love it.
5: <laughs> okay. And five, stand-up comedian.
4: <laughs> and, and and we have to pick one that you weren't? Okay. There and are the one rest, of those
5: things that I we're, have We're going to go in an order and here. One thing that we're, you
4: have not done.
2: We're going to go in order here. Uh, uh, Dennis, don't tell us whether we're right or wrong. Let's all mm-hmm. do a guess, and then uh, you can reveal which ones. So Matt, uh, of these five, which one so which one you haven't done so you've done four of right. these okay yep. so Matt uh police so officer this is
0: four truths one lie
2: that yeah. we're playing yep. police officer so name the lie police officer yeah. nurse oh, we
0: have to I write wrote down, them all down, we have I, to write down. Have to I wrote down. them all down okay. here. I was, we all I, was, have to,
4: I, was don't, I was
0: actively following along perfect so well, who do you, what
2: do you we, think
4: we all have to write down our number though because we don't want to be swapping
6: hmm. I, Number? I, I don't I, know what number <laughs>
0: <laughs> just and I get, I don't know what the, what, what it takes down there. And, okay. and not, not, no, describe. I think the answer is police officer is, is what you didn't Okay,
4: do. Don't say it yet. Okay. Everybody so Matt, gets to Matt say what thinks
0: the, police officer. All right. Uh, Tanya.
4: I'm going to say number two, nurse,
2: nurse. All right. Tanya thinks it's nurse. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I mean, it's, it's got to be nurse. No, I mean, you got to have a little bit of med- uh, We don't know about your medical training, but like some of these others, like, you know, you're into security.
4: So wait, 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 Just wait, Just give wait. The answer. Wait. You already went. What? I'll give you an answer. Stop. Wait. Patter, what the I, hell? Alan, okay. Alan's <laughs> hand keeps on moving. I want to know. Sorry. It was a mort- mortician assistant in a funeral home. <laughs> No, I'm still going to go with nurse. Okay, because I'm just thinking that might be a nurse thing too. Okay, Victor. Okay, no, still the nurse.
6: Al, did you give your answer?
2: I did. I said uh, nurse as well.
6: Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think it's uh, obvious. It's the comedian because Dennis already shared it with us that he was uh, very shy. So, uh, it, it, as far as his character traits, it has to be the comedian.
2: Yeah, but I feel like he's he's sli- let it he's, slip before. He's tried. Uh, let it slip before that he's tried stand up. But uh, we'll we'll see what yep. the answer is, Dennis. Okay, all right.
5: It, you know, and part of the problem I have here too is uh, I, I forget some of the things that I've disclosed. It's right. okay. Uh, we forget you know, some
0: of them too, which makes it fun. Right?
5: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I love this know, game. By my, the
4: way, love it. Right? <laughs> love it. <laughs>
5: Like I' mentioned at the top you know I, I have a history as a toy maker, an artist, personal security professional wrestler, rodeo clown, bear wrestler <laughs> uh, it's not a profession but it is an experience mm-hmm. yeah um, <laughs> martial artist and radio personality uh is it the store I disclosed which one it is? Yeah. I
4: am so yeah. excited. Okay. <laughs> I, have,
5: <laughs> I, I, have, I have never been a long haul trucker. Really? I have been the wheel wow. man. Wow. A lot this is the easy trips, one. I'm like, yes, That's, he's for yeah, sure done that's that. That. the Here
2: one I would have totally thought you would
0: have done. I'm like, how did you get to all these experiences? Well, you drove a right. truck around the country.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, 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 yeah. I've done a lot of driving trucks around, but uh, I, thought, I, you, thought you, I thought you were on the Shipping Wars episode. This is like a.
2: It feels like an '80s TV show where Dennis goes around the country driving truck and then stops in different <laughs> places. And he's a police officer in Vegas, a nurse in wherever. All
0: you, the dusty, a road. All right, so we
2: have your next four appearances on the produce stand mapped out here because we're going to ask you about okay. each and every one
3: of these. Okay.
2: <laughs> so,
4: dude, like, what kind of nurse though? Because, like, that still doesn't fit a whole lot of boxes.
5: Yeah, that's uh, like it's
4: a profession unto itself. Mm-hmm.
5: Now in Petoskey, it's a uh, North Central Michigan college. I was enrolled for three years as a nurse. Wow. Shut yep.
4: up. That is so cool. Lord And a truck driver where you don't need as no, much training. he wasn't training. a truck driver. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Right, right, right. right. I'm, I'm like, like, right, 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 right.
0: I think I think needs a new uh, spokesperson.
4: <laughs> Good Lord.
5: Yeah. Uh, and, and what's funny is when I interviewed for the job in Las Vegas, uh, OJ Simpson was actually interred at the time at at their facility
2: for the, the cop. position, how long were you a cop in Vegas?
5: Uh, that was an experience. Like I said, it was either, you know, a a job that I had or an experience, but I, I went through the motions. I, you know, I, um, Actually, nursing was the one, the thing that I chose out of the two during that period of time, but I did, you know, interview to be a police officer in Clark County, Nevada.
2: Oh, cool. So maybe you're like auxiliary or something like
5: what? Yeah, it's I, you know, um. Yeah, I went through the testing, the training, mm-hmm. you know, and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and then when it came up time to choose a job, I, that's, that's I decided wild. to be a nurse at the time. Yeah, you know? a
2: cop in Vegas. I mean, if you want to be a oh, cop, man. that's the place. You they want. told me there's
5: plenty of action, yeah. but the thing is, out there they don't charge you state tax, local tax, nothing. Right. Uh, there was uh, Angela. She was the sergeant that interviewed me. She told me that was she, she paid the off the house in five oh, years.
2: Wait. Oh, no. <laughs> Angela, <Right>. the boss. <laughs> Wow.
5: <laughs>
4: hey, yo. There. Oh, <laughs> all
2: right all right all right
4: oh my god that's my
2: you know i should give myself a, uh let me let me give myself a all right um let's wah, see wah,
3: here wah.
2: <laughs> i'm gonna keep one of these fart sounds oh my uh, let's move on to mvp matt who was your mvp for this episode as-
0: oh that's a tough one i really i really don't have a solid mvp on this one um I'm gonna cop out. I'm gonna go with Zeke. Oh I'm gonna I'm going I'm gonna go just, with Zeke. I, I, you just put up Victor there. Really? But but speaking of Victor, Victor is hundred percent the MVP of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard that much cursing out of Victor oh, since my. we started this show. He is so passionate, he is a passion. so excited Ooh, about this episode. It's oh hot. he he he's the MVP of this of today's episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. Tanya, who's your MVP?
4: Well, mine would be Dennis if we're if we're going with panelists, because um, like wow, blew my mind there, loved it. Um, but for the Letter Kenny episode itself, I'm gonna have to go with Glenn because I loved how he kept on referencing um, wanting to know what the girth is. Um, I know I keep on giving it to Glenn, but God, he is just so freaking funny. Um, I just love it. So yeah, Glenn.
2: All right. Uh, let's see. My MVP. I'm going to give honorable mentions to Glenn because of the the, the cold open and to Tannis. I thought she was a lot of fun. Uh, missed the, the whole joke where they were trying to make Tansy stick. And she was like, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, that was that was kind of fun. <laughs> but my MVP, I think I mean, he was he was the best part of this episode was coach. Uh, the line where he talks about, you know, I mean, I'm being the, the talking singer, just. Brilliant! Like that's the, the line. That's singer. the liner. Of the, the line of the whole episode. Uh, vomit on your mom's spaghetti or whatever that talking. Whatever the talking singer says. Fucking hilarious. And he's just he was so good in the whole the that whole exchange with Marianne and Betty Ann. And uh, so I've got to give it to Coach Victor.
6: Oh, <coughs> oh, bar down. It's got to be Dickens. I mean. <laughs> that's the one scene where I just uh you know I I just smiled and enjoyed uh well I mean there's two scenes right at first him you know uh uh wanting boogie to be the song but then him doing the play-by-play i had no idea that he was going to be doing the play-by-play <laughs> so that was just a treat uh and and, and <laughs> getting his fast talking in there that was just brilliant i loved i loved dickens and it's not even a uh it's not even in uh, some being you know being going out into left field i think he would totally brought it and it was short but hey tanya's uh uh uh, uh Tanya's choice i think there was what like all of what five seconds of Glenn yeah. uh, of Glenn's girth. I know, so uh, listen
4: fish boy <laughs> so sometimes didn't sometimes, even have a word the hey, fish the fish took it for the it team. was like a one second fish <laughs> up the, no. up the, no. on the, and the unborn fetus now. yeah I know no. I think
2: as of last
6: episode you
4: cannot critique me mister <laughs> nah <Nuh-uh>. Nuh.
6: <laughs> so anyway, Nick, anyway you gotta give us the, give us Dick anyway gotta get it to give it to Dick all right Dennis
5: Uh, I would give honorable mention to Moonlight by Death From Above. That montage music during the the Mm. hockey part, I was like, man, that played great during that
2: scene. Yeah, there's a couple of great tracks on that episode for sure.
5: But uh, my MVP is going to be McMurray. I mean, if there's a, <laughs> a GIF and I'm sorry, nerds, GIF, that's going to come out of this episode. It's going to be him strutting around and, you know, that kind of stuff. And it, it really did play into that character. And I like the way that he, you know, he performed in that entire scene. Well, that's
0: awesome. He was good. All right. <laughs>
2: All right cool uh this is a long episode today and uh luckily we were luckily or unluckily we don't have any listener comments to to go through today but that's okay it was a short week I didn't expect it to, to get too many uh I, I was expecting to get some you know get well soon you know for Matt there but uh I get it, it sounds like no one cares Matt sorry um
4: <laughs> it, it's because it's early people are just you know getting into their routine uh, no, just Monday kidding.
2: Tuesday awesome was very concerned and so were we in our way.
4: I was concerned. Don't
2: listen. So to Matt, it. do you have any closing comments? They were just laughing for this. One? On that note,
0: <laughs> Alan, <laughs> I actually had a, several people reach out to me oh. and ask if I was okay. And I really appreciated that. <laughs> so thank you to those who did care. <laughs> I am alive and well and moving on and have survived that ordeal. And,
4: uh, well, one of them, I mean, was-
2: Joshua, he was just worried you might sue him,
4: right? So, <laughs> <laughs> little does he know. Canada, Listen, I don't. I don't there want are any no lawsuits in Canada. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, I don't want his name dragged <laughs> through this at all. This is the timing was just bad. It was not the jam, Josh. It was not the damn jam. It was great jam I had this morning again.
4: All that jam talk. I went out and bought myself some jam. I was excited. Yeah, but it's not
0: Joshua's jam. No, coming to your house. I, I, no, and in all seriousness, that was such an awesome little thing. Like it was, it was. We joked about it on the show. Mm -hmm. Josh reached out. I, I kind of joking and said, sure, I mean, I'll have some jam because I love jam. And him and his wife put together a little package sent. That to me. is so it was so really sweet. cool mm-hmm. and really nice. And I genuinely appreciate it. Um, and I'm enjoying it every day. So thank you guys. But yeah, the final thoughts. Dennis, always great to see you, buddy. Um, looking forward to having you back again.
4: Mm-hmm. Ten. Dennis, oh my gosh. <laughs> I so, so get so excited to see you and hear all your fun experiences and uh it just it gets better and better and thank you for the game because that (laughs) That was was amazing (laughs) loved it love your energy love your stories and thank you so much it was great
2: i echo everything they had to say dennis always fun to have you on uh i panicked a little when i looked at our schedule and it didn't have you on for an episode so i uh, i threw you on unfortunately i think we have to wait for season nine To have you back, but um, uh, looking forward, it'll be worth the wait. Yeah, yeah, because I'm definitely going to be talking about uh, mortician assistant uh, for sure. We're going to need to know about that one.
4: Victor. Oh, and I want to also oh. thank Victor. That was a lot of passion, man. I loved it tonight. Oh. You had some fire in your soul going yeah. on. We're MVP. It's,
2: MVP. It's Tuesday. Victor still has some energy from <laughs> Thursday.
3: <He's> not tired <laughs> yeah, yet. <laughs> yeah, this is this is
6: this is this is Toony Tuesday, Victor. So
0: this uh, episode dragged his hockey love through the dirt, and he's not very happy about it. <laughs> Pass
6: me. So so. So, Dennis, unlike your uh, buddy, Howard Stern, you do deserve all the credit you get. But uh, but I, I should say we should I should apologize to Awesome on behalf of the staff because uh, I feel like we started getting a little too excited about you coming on to the episode while Awesome was still here and we were saying goodbye to her last time. So I do feel like let's, let's not get overly excited about the next guest while the current guest is, well, still, who is it? still on the episode. <laughs>
2: it's coming up. Hold on. <laughs>
6: So, anyway, all that said, thanks for coming out. You're, you are great. I was going to say you're awesome, but that's, uh, right. yeah. <laughs> that's taken. So, yeah, that's taken, exactly. So, it's so thank flames. you. And, uh, and, no, he's uh,
2: delicious. That's what he is. Yes, that's right. Delicious, Dennis.
5: <laughs> so, anyway, uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs>
2: and to you, Dennis, final words.
5: Uh, thanks for making me part of the fam. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always glad to hop in, and it's an opportunity to, Revisit something that I enjoy with a different lens and you know hearing all your perspectives gives me a much broader understanding and appreciation for the show itself so uh, being a longtime listener and you know luckily I get to be a participant so Mm -hmm. I just want to thank you for the opportunity as always.
2: Awesome thank you so much Dennis Uh, I'm going to play us off here with a song from this episode it's not OCM so Victor will be happy to hear that. Uh, but it will be now
4: by you, the Trail of the Dead hey that goes yeah. in with ties in with the Merticia thing
2: the song is will you smile again for me <laughs> and the uh, band we've had this band before and you will know us by the Trail of the Dead I feel like they need to really abbreviate that name to Trail of the Dead or Sounds
5: like some Chad would be into
2: yeah um, <laughs> yeah
5: it does right
2: but it's a rocking tune. all right and that's all we have for this episode next week and we don't want to be too excited about this but (laughs) we're gonna have a recap and review of episode six season seven in it to win it with our first time guest jason cutler and you want to talk i mean yes dennis you have the voice of god but jason has a pretty damn good voice of his own so we're gonna have him on for the first time and he's looking forward to it and we're looking forward to having him on don't forget to give our sponsor diabolical coffee some love they're at DiabolicalCoffee.com. Right now, you can use the promo code Produce Stand for 10% off any purchase from their site. And remember, uh, we're doing the giveaway again this uh, this season. This time, it's for a Diabolical Coffee Produce Stand coffee mug. Uh, and all you have to do is write an iTunes review for the podcast. Those who've already written reviews in the past will, will automatically be entered. So we're looking for new reviews. So please review before the Ag Hall Social. We will announce the winners at the Ag Hall Social. If you'd like to support our podcast rate us on itunes or become a patron there's a patreon link on our site or twitter profile at Pod. we're also on facebook instagram and tiktok at Pod. thanks for joining us now we're going on vacation and on behalf of Yay. dennis matt victor tanya and myself thank you for listening and have a great week
3: into a of